Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is Ray Renati with In the Green Room. It's May 19th, 2017, and you are listening to Wave Radio. And today we're going to be talking about masks. That's right, masks. Did you know that masks have been used for centuries in the theater? In fact, they were used in ancient Greece well before the, the birth of Christ. The masks were sometimes so scary that they would drive people crazy, apparently. But masks are a wonderful training tool now in the theater, starting back in about 1913. Masks started to be used in training actors, the great Jacques Copeau from France introduced masks into the theater rehearsals as a way for actors to remove themselves from the characters they were playing and focus more on imaginative storytelling. And then there was a guy, Michael Saint-Denis, you like my French? <laughs> Capot's nephew, in fact, helped uh, found theater programs around the United States, including the drama division of the Juilliard School, which by many is considered the best acting school in the United States, if not the world, of course, if not the world, because here in the United States, we think we have all the best stuff. <laughs> but anyway, some very notable actors that consider their mask work at Juilliard to be some of the most valuable training they ever had include the late, great Robin Williams, God rest his soul, what a great man, Laura Linney, Kevin Klein, Patti Lapone, and Kevin Spacey. That's right, Kevin Spacey. I was just watching a video recently of Kevin Spacey teaching some young acting students how to use masks as a way of helping them become better actors. And one of the things that he said was, allow the mask to be a catalyst, to be able to look in the mirror and not see ourselves and not feel strange or weird, but to feel free. That's right. Masks can help actors feel free. Now think about that in your own lives. What is your favorite holiday? Most of you are going to say Christmas, I know. But I bet a lot of you love Halloween, don't you? And why is that? Why do you love Halloween? Or at least, why did you love Halloween when you were a kid? I know a lot of adults who love Halloween also. And I think it's because you get to dress up, put a mask on, and be someone else. And for some psychological reason, this really frees us up to do things creatively that we couldn't do without the mask, or that would be more difficult to do without the mask. And Capot knew, knew that. Now, if you happen to be an actor, and you're listening to this, and you want to try it, here's what, here's what you do. If you have an acting teacher, and hopefully it's a great acting teacher, ask that acting teacher if you can do some mask work and get three masks, right? First, a tragedy mask, one that has an exaggerated frown and, and, and brow, you know, makes you look kind of scary, you know, <laughs> downturned eyes, the whole bit. Then look for an animal mask. A bird mask is a really good one. The more realistic, the better. And then a neutral mask, one that covers your entire face, all of your features, and replaces them with a completely blank expression. 
Also, what you'll need when you're rehearsing is a full-length mirror, one that will allow you to see your entire body so that you can look at yourself in the mirror with the mask on as if it were somebody else. All right. So now if you've never worked with masks, it can take a little getting used to. You might feel kind of silly, especially the first time you're doing it in front of other people, maybe even in front of yourself <laughs> in the mirror. But here's some general rules to keep in mind that'll help you enjoy this new experience. Now, these come from Capot, the, the guy who invented this. So here, here's what he suggested. Try not to touch the mask once it's on your face. Because if you touch the mask while you're looking in the mirror, the juxtaposition between the flesh of your hands and the rigidity of the mask will take you out of the illusion. You'll suddenly remember, oh, I have a mask on. That's what you want to forget. You don't want to think about the fact that you have a mask on. You want to think about what it is that you're saying and doing. So you need a monologue. Hopefully, you have a memorized monologue. First, do the monologue in class without the mask. Then put on the mask and do the monologue. And then from the moment you put on the mask, begin to inhabit that character right away. Don't think about it. You'll just start wondering, why do I have this stupid mask on? Okay, And only use that character's voice and mannerisms the moment that mask goes on. So if you have a bird mask and you're supposed to be acting like a chicken, the second you put that mask on, you become a chicken. And if you're going to do your monologue as a chicken, you become chicken and then you begin. Now, if you need to use your own voice or speak about how you're feeling or stop or whatever, take the mask off first. You don't want to be yourself with the mask on. Treat the mask with respect. I love this one. Treat it with respect, like it's a fine musical instrument. Don't just throw it aside when you're done or put it in the corner and let the dog step on it or whatever. <laughs> Have a place for it on the wall or a special box that you put it in. All of your masks. These are your tools. These are great tools. Great tools. They may transform your work. And I'm serious about that. Now, now that you have your masks, take a moment to assign whatever mask you're using for the monologue on that day some personality traits, a, a grovelly voice or a high-pitched laugh or a hunchback like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Quasimodo style. Now, these are your own choices, so make them your own. Don't use those. Use something else. Now, give your character a name and Place them somewhere, a location, anywhere. But make sure that you're in a very specific place, you know, whatever it happens to be, an elevator, anything, the zoo, anything you want, Central Park. Now, with this new persona, attack your monologue again. Start your monologue again and make sure to put your mask on before you look at yourself in the mirror. This will help you separate further from your own self. Then begin the monologue and watch yourself doing the monologue as a chicken or a dinosaur or whatever it is you happen to be with a strange voice. And then turn towards the class and do it for them. Now, this is after you've done it your normal way without the mask. It's probably going to be difficult the first couple times you do this. You might feel silly. You might 
think, why am I up here acting like a dinosaur? Don't worry about it. You'll get over that. Trust me, this is a great exercise. It's something that's not used enough in the United States, I believe. I think that in Japan, they use it a lot. In France, they use it a lot. But it can transform things quickly. Something that you've been working on for a long, long time might suddenly appear because you are not self-conscious. You are a chicken. <laughs> well, I hope you learned a little bit today about mask work, whether you are an actor or not. I sure enjoyed talking about it. And for Wave Radio... This has been Ray Renati with In the Green Room. And until next week, I'll see you on the boards. <laughs> <laughs>